Welcome to That's Rad Adventures in Life, Love, and Wedding Planning from the Pacific Northwest. I am Rad, local wedding planner and owner of Rad Occasions, and this is the amazing, fantastical Rob. Yay! <laughs> you that don't seem with, excited. That was with so much excitement. So much excitement? Do you, so need, much. do you want some other titles, other descriptive no, words? No, I can just be Rob. I don't have to be the fantastic. Just Rob. Just Rob. So the intro would be like, I'm Rad, and this is just Rob. (laughs) (laughs) You could say husband Rob. You could say partner. Okay, next time. Okay. All right. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So how's your week been going? Uh, So far, so good. I played soccer today, which was really nice. I like to get out and play soccer once a week. It's and then been mild this month, too. It's been so nice out. It's it's not just been mild. It's been, like, really nice yeah, out. Yeah, but it's also, Today's, like, the fourth day into October. Yeah. Today's been the first, like, gray day. But bright still. And very warm. I did not need Ooh. to wear, like... Layers on layers? Yeah. I wore, um... What? Nothing. N- nothing? You just had a little fuzz. Oh, yeah. That'll happen. <laughs> Uh, I wore tights for soccer, and I definitely did not need them. It was way too warm. Well, it's it's a weird October. It's it was second monkey. second spring, second summer. Is that second, a thing? Second, yeah, second summer. Second summer. Okay. Well, yeah. Yeah. How's your week been going? Are you tired? I'm just yawning. <laughs> uh, I'm okay. My week has been busy. Busy, busy, busy. Mm-hmm. I'm like a little busy bee. I'm glad that we've been able to still go to the markets. Um, like when we went yesterday, it wasn't raining. No. Hooray! It was very nice. Like, yeah. I think I thought there was like way more vendors there, but I think you reminded me that actually it was because we weren't <laughs> rushing because it was pouring out. Yeah. It was the same amount of vendors. We just weren't noticing. Yeah. No. It was too gross. Too gross. But yeah, I hope this weather sticks around even for next weekend because it's our anniversary. Yeah, I hope and, so too. And Thanksgiving. And Thanksgiving. And Thanksgiving. But mostly our anniversary. Mm-hmm. Our first anniversary. I know. So for anyone who's listening to this now, backtrack a few episodes and listen to our surprise wedding episode. And you will hear all about our wedding. Am I boring you? You're no. yawning again. No, no, no. <laughs> So this is season one, episode 12, and we're going to give you some tips on writing your own wedding vows since we are coming up on our anniversary. Yeah. Thought it was fitting. Yeah. And we wrote our own wedding vows. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you remember this, but like, it was basically at the bottom of the list. Yeah. Well, and I procrastinate pretty bad on things. I think you were much more like on it than I was. Not that. Like, it was definitely still like the last thing on the list. It wasn't. Really? Because you bugged me a lot for, like, the the month leading up to yeah, it. Have you wrote your vows yet? Because I didn't have anything else to do at that point. Have you, have Everything was done. Yet? Everything was done. So that's why I was like, okay, now it's time to write the vows. But it, I think now with the pandemic happening, it's kind of like, you know, weddings went from, like, all of the things to just the things that really mattered. Mm-hmm. And I feel like vows now might be higher on the list for a lot of people. Well, I think a lot of people, I feel like, because people have more time to think about it and they're doing smaller ceremonies and stuff, people are more likely to want to write their own vows. 
Yeah, but I know, like, and we're going to say, like, if you're listening to this, we are not stressing that you have to write your own vows. No, not at all. Not at all. We're just basically saying, like, if you hadn't thought about it before or if you hadn't entertained the idea, maybe think about it kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but, like, I feel like... I feel like it's become even more important because all of a sudden, like I was saying earlier, it's weddings are now about what matters most instead of being like a Pinterest wedding. And I'm not saying you need it to be like you can still not have your. So wait, what am I saying? <laughs> I'll be back this up. I'm trying to say is like you can have like those little details and stuff. Like go ahead and splurge on the stationery and the flowers and the cake and all that jazz. But do still remember that like it comes down to the reason that you're all here is the fact that there's two people who really love each other and want to get married and then spend the rest of their life together. No pressure. Yeah. <laughs> no pressure at all. <laughs> um, so I, let's just like sum up exactly what wedding vows are um, for anyone who's like still kind of lost on that. And they're more like their commitment that you're making to each other. They make... Um, everyone understand what you're committing to, including, you know, the couple. But you yeah. should already kind of know that. <laughs> and they're basically, like I said, the reason everyone is there. It's not just, otherwise it's just a party. And, like, also talk to your partner because they may not want to write vows and you might want to write vows. Maybe they're not comfortable. So you have to decide together like how far you want to go with this whole DIY project or if you want to talk to um, your officiant or like Google traditional wedding vows or something like that. So and another thing to remember is that these vows do not need to be long. They don't need to be complex. They really don't need to put somebody on the spot. So, like, also consider how comfortable you are with public speaking. Um, I know I'm not great, but I'll do it in a pinch. You, you <laughs> rocked our vows. Like, you rocked your vows. That was... I know... I remember stopping right before saying my vows and saying, you did a much better job than I did. Oops. What, why oops? It's not okay. a bad thing. I'm All just right. saying, like... You say you're not good at public speaking, but for for you're like nervous, Kate. Well, you did amazing. <laughs> um, but anyways, like I also want to mention that, like I also edited my vows. I don't know if you did this to what we were going to be saying in front of our families. Um, I know that, like, if that feels hard to you. Maybe um, consider sharing your vows earlier in the day, like say if you're having a first look, share them then, or you can share them in a letter. Yeah. You guys can exchange letters in the morning, especially if you're not getting ready together. It might be nice. I I think I pared mine down a little bit because I think I ended up like repeating certain things a lot because I really wanted to get that point across, and I didn't need to, but... I think I pared mine you down. You did a great job. Thanks. <laughs> but I, I don't think I was that worried about saying anything in front of the families. Okay, just me? Yeah. All right, good to know. Yeah. <laughs> so now that we've gotten that all out of the way, let's go step by step on how to write your wedding vows. 
those. So the first thing you want to do is talk to your officiant. So many houses of worship might require you to say all or part of your traditional marriage vows of that religious practice. Some of them, uh, sometimes this won't preclude also saying vows that you wrote, though sometimes it will. And you'll want to know what the rules are um, what the region, like, especially what the religious reasoning is for them before you get to the ceremony. Um, some officiants might also ask to take a look at your vows before the ceremony. So be prepared to have them early if this is the case. And, um, this is great because then they can edit, help you edit for tone, which we'll get to later on. You also, like I mentioned, you want to come up with a plan. So are you going to write your vows together? You can write them separately. I know Rob and I wrote them separately. Um, are you, we did not show each other our vows until the ceremony, so you could choose to show each other vows before. Um, and you also like want to figure out if you want to set a due date for when you need to have your vows written. Um, if you have decided that you do not want to see each other's vows before the ceremony, do show them to someone else a couple days before. That could be your officiant, that could be a close friend, a family member, and this means it'll actually commit you to writing them the day before you get married. Believe me, we have had some couples where they're like writing them on a napkin, like at the wedding rehearsal, or like the day of the wedding. It happens. <laughs> um, but, and also too, this is a good way if you're showing them to one person, if like you wrote pages on pages on pages and somebody else like wrote like one page or a paragraph. Yeah. Yeah. Cause that'd be awkward. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and the person who's reviewing your, uh, vows can also tell you if you've gone like way too serious or way too much on the joking side of things, like promising to DVR, a show for someone is um, way different than promising to care for someone on their deathbed. Unless, you know, that's your kind of humor. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Just a thought. <laughs> the third thing you want to do is create a structure for your wedding vows. So you're going to think together about how long you want your vows to be and how they're going to fit into your ceremony. This will also help you keep a word limit and help your vows match your partners. You guys see a trend here? <laughs> Matching. Matching vows. <laughs> Somewhat. And then this is also going to help you figure out, like, you know, if you want to mix and match from the examples you find. Um, but of course... Don't just take examples. Mix in your own story from there. Like, for example, start with an anecdote or a quote, and then another anecdote in the middle, and then a super clear declaration of your vows towards the very end of the ceremony. You looking at me like... I definitely didn't do that. No? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> so is it just me that did that? I think you kind of did that. Probably. Well, then again, you're the professional. I, I am not. Uh, I spoke a lot from the heart, and I definitely didn't do any research on, like, how to write vows or how to put them together or anything like that. So. Well, that's interesting, because number four is research types of wedding vows. <laughs> <laughs> uh -huh. Yeah. Yeah, definitely yeah. didn't do that. So, um... 
don't do what Rob did, well, actually, or do what Rob did. He did a great job. Um, a good place to start is by reading traditional vows and to see what strikes a chord with you. You can even incorporate these into what you write or use them uh, as a jumping off point. You can also borrow from poetry and books and even movies. Just jot down whatever uh, capture your feelings and the quotes that you feel the closest to, use those because there's a reason why they're speaking to you. And if you're someone who keeps a journal, I am not. I don't think you are either. Nope. Um, go back and steal from your past writings. Because why not? <laughs> That's a really good idea. <laughs> um, so, and this is the thing, like, I don't know, people are going to be probably listening to this and be like, oh my god, Brad, that's plagiarism. Uh, no one is editing your <laughs> vows for plagiarism. This is not a college assignment. Go ahead and, and borrow if you need to. You can't come up with the words yourself. Um, but a side note, avoid cultural appropriation. That's a, that's a no-no. No-no. Yeah. I, I've heard about it on the internet about how people like... I've heard um, about it on the internet. No. That's, that's, <laughs> hey, this show was on the internet. <laughs> I know. I just love that that's like something people can say now. Yeah. How old are you? We've had the internet for how long now? I don't know, like 20 years. Yeah. So I read it on the internet that <laughs> apparently there are some people who bring in like indigenous or like other kinds of religions into their vows and like borrow quotes from them that's got nothing to do with like either of the couple but if it's something that speaks to them but it's also got nothing to do with either of them like any of their shared experience nothing like that so that's kind of where that line of cultural appropriation comes in gotcha yeah yeah but if like I don't know if you're part of that whole culture, then yes, go for it. <laughs> uh, the fifth thing here is to think about your relationship. Because, well, you should know this person by now because you're marrying them, yeah. I'd hope. Um, you want to take some time, both separately and together, to think about what you love about each other. Aww. And what makes your relationship special. You want to write down the most memorable moments you've shared together, good or bad. And think about the promises you want to make to your partner and which ones you don't. I wonder what Meatloaf was singing. Yes. I wonder what Meatloaf was singing about when he was like, I would do anything for love, but I won't do that. I wonder what that was. That's a good question and a very random tangent. No, it's not a really random <laughs> tangent because it's like you're thinking about the promises you want to make to your partner and which ones you don't. So I'm thinking, okay, what was he not willing to to do for love? But he wouldn't do that. Yeah, what's that? I don't know. Uh, Meatloaf always reminds me of Rocky Horror Picture Show. Yeah. I don't know why, but that's because like, he's in it. I know, <laughs> but like, regardless, he's got a huge discography he's got lots of music and i'm sure he's got an amazing fan base but for me meatloaf means rocky or picture okay that was a tangent that <laughs> was know. definitely enchanted but like still what would he not do and was he writing that song while he was trying to write vows <laughs> or were those his vows 
as deep? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> Somebody Google it and get back to us. Sorry, we're getting sidetracked. Um, so the best advice I would give to anyone who's running their wedding vows is to include the tough times, if you have any, in your relationship. It makes it much more meaningful to hear about the struggles you've endured because we all know that relationships are not all rainbows and butterflies. No. No, they're not. No. Um, but people get so wrapped up into thinking about vows only have to be about the perfect times, including an allusion to hard times to make your vows more relatable and also more honest. But like at the same time, if you guys have like a moment of alluding to or illusion of alluding to okay alluding to okay yeah yeah Just you don't you don't want to like straight up say in your vows like even though you cheated on me or <laughs> <laughs> no that might no, be going a little too far that might be going a little too far but i mean like you could say like we've been through some tough times like a pandemic and having to sequester together during lockdown and we still made it through. <laughs> I only told you to take your face away once. <laughs> <laughs> once within the first week, and then I think another time just jokingly. Yes. But anyways, this is not about us. <laughs> so if, if you get stuck, you want to ask yourself some questions like these. What is something your partner did to make you feel special? Is there anything about your partner that you never, ever want to live without? And thinking back on the time you said, I love you, why was that moment so important that you had to say it? So number six on our list of step-by-step wedding vows is editing and shortening. So before you start writing your vows, decide your overall tone. Um, You want to make sure that you can refine around that. So if your tone's going to be poetic and romantic or humorous and touching or super serious, that's totally up to you. The most important thing is that your marriage vows ring true and sound like they're from your heart. However, while your vows can be lighthearted, they should in some way acknowledge the seriousness of the commitment you're about to make. You're nodding. Yeah. No one can see you nodding. I know. (laughs) They're listening to you. They don't need to know that I'm nodding along. Uh, If you've invited your friends and family to witness your vows... Please think about the words from their point of view. Your guests will want to feel included in that moment, even if they're not feeling exactly what you're feeling. That means putting a a limit on inside jokes and deeply personal anecdotes and obscure nicknames or code words. Yeah. Don't be using no honey bunny stuff. Oh, please don't start calling me that. No. (laughs) It's from Pulp Fiction. Oh, right. Okay. And then once you've done all that, you want to shorten. You want to have your vows last about two minutes or less per person and like really, really, really get into the heart of why you're marrying this person and what that means to you. Yeah. 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 And then number seven in our step-by-step process is practice, practice, practice. We didn't memorize ours. No, nope. I didn't even practice mine. No? No, I definitely did not. Really? Yeah, I wrote them down, put them in my jacket pocket, and... And that was it. And that was it. Oh my gosh, that's, that's <laughs> a lot of confidence there. Confidence or something else? Sure. Sure, okay. Yeah. Or you just really knew what you wanted to say, like, right away. I think 
for me, it was just, I know that if I practice that kind of stuff, I get, get in my head about it. Um, so I knew that, I knew what I wanted to say. I wrote it down. I had a friend look over it. I trimmed it a little bit and made sure that it was like about two minutes or so. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I was just kind of guessing. I didn't know the like time frame thing. But like you but, thought it was close enough. Yeah. yeah. I, it wasn't like droning on and it mm-hmm. wasn't super quick, but it was a, a decent amount of time. Um, and then, yeah, I, I kind of wrote it down, stuck it in my jacket pocket and was like, okay, I want it to feel very fresh when I'm saying it. Like I knew what it was, it was, and I knew the, the basic points to it and then just kind of went from there. Yeah. Well, I think they turned out great. Well, thank you. (laughs) So, okay. Like I said, we didn't memorize. Rob didn't practice. I did. Um, I did it because I thought it would help with not crying so much, which, yeah, didn't didn't really help with that, but (laughs) I thought it would. Um, I also, I found anyways, when I was practicing it, I found it was nice to hear the words out loud. So obviously I did this when you weren't home. Um, because like sometimes like when you say like something, like you write something on paper and then you say it out loud, you're like, Oh, that doesn't sound so great. Like, I don't know. You never had that. I'm sure I have. It sounds like stiff almost. Oh yeah. 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 And like, you're like, Oh, that's not trying like what I was trying to get at. Yeah, so I found that to be really, really helpful. And um, pro tip from our officiant, which was Rob's brother, um, was to write everything down on index cards. Mm-hmm. Because having like an 8 by 10 piece of paper or even smaller, it just it gets like crinkly and in the way. And Or your cell phone. Like... I wrote my vows in a note and then transferred them onto the card. Yeah, he was definitely adamant against having cell phones because it was just going to look weird and... It takes away from the aesthetic and... And it just makes it a little bit more impersonal, I feel like. Yeah. Plus, it's nice to have those cards for afterwards as a keepsake. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. If you could find them. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) I'm sure they're somewhere. They're around here. Yeah, but, like, if you do end up practicing, like, practice it a few times. Um, practice it in front of the person who's maybe even being your um, officiant or the person who's reading your or reading over your vows. Uh, it's definitely a nice way to, like, make sure that everything is flowing and that you can hopefully also not look at your cards the whole time, but also look at your partner, too. Because if you're just reading off the cards... You could find yourself just looking at the cards and making no eye contact. <laughs> um, but at the end of the day, like regardless if you take our tips or not, do remember that these are your words and your words alone. And they don't even have to sound or read like marriage vows. You could write an essay, as long as it's only two-ish minutes. Um, wrap them if that's what you want to do. We've had people do that before. Um, just make sure that they sound like you, especially when you're making promises to your partner. Because on this day, you really shouldn't sound like someone else, even if you've borrowed from here and there. Um, so write vows that matter to you and feel authentic. And if you do want to go longer than like the two-ish minutes that we've mentioned, um, 
that idea of a letter is always a great one. Um, I've even had some couples do uh, a year by year, which I thought was super cute for like the first five years. They like wrote something for their partner to open for Aww. like vows for every year. I don't know, so cute, so cute. <laughs> so that's definitely an option if you wanted to expand those vows a little bit from just that ceremony. And we will actually, if I haven't asked you about this yet, but we will post our vows in the discussion page oh, yeah. as sure. an example. Um, and we will also post a couple of resources for your traditional vows if you are sitting there being like, I don't know what to write. So hopefully we can give you some guidance. If you have any questions at all for us or any commentary, please feel free to post it on the That's Rad discussion page or send us an email at rad at radoccasions.ca. And until next week, stay rad.